0: Welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome to The Wave, the weekly news and chat show from the world famous bottom of the stream podcast. It is indeed. We're back and we we're are. ready to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Ep-
1: episode number officially 352. Really? Yeah, you know we asked somebody to count last week. Yeah, I know. Somebody counted. I, I love our discord. I do as well. Sam Mulholland has counted how many episodes we've done. Not only that, he's counted how many minutes we've recorded for in total, and how long it would take you?
0: You can stat us up. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I don't know why I started that with. <laughs> like, I presume you'd
0: had you had <laughs> it ready because that's what you started with.
1: So apparently, so far we've done two hundred and twenty movie episodes. Okay. Four Botsker mm-hmm. award ceremonies. Okay. Three season recaps, eight bonus episodes, and one hundred sixteen episodes of the wave. They? Which totals three hundred and fifty-one episodes. A total time of twenty thousand two hundred and fifty eight minutes. Oh, lovely. Which is three hundred and thirty seven point six hours or fourteen point zero seven days. Oh so if amazing. you want to listen to us non stop for two weeks, you can do that.
0: Wow, oh, that'd be amazing.
1: Our yeah. shortest episode is twenty seven minutes long. And that was our second episode.
0: Well, we didn't know what we were doing then. <laughs> we didn't we don't know what we're doing now, let's be honest. Or even less.
1: But our longest episode is hundred and twenty two minutes long. long. Oh. And that is the first ever Christmas special we did with the Grief Brio Boys. Lovely. Thanks, Sam. That's like, no, <laughs> seriously. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> it's insane that you've taken the time to do that. Great work. Uh, you also need to keep that up now. You need to keep adding them <laughs> on. Please.
0: Good. How have you been, Adam?
1: I've been very well, thank you. I've been off work this week. So I've just had a very nice, chilled, relaxed oh, week doing so nothing. So jealous. It's been wonderful. What have you done? N- literally nothing. Oh. I put some shelves up in the shed yesterday.
0: Yeah.
1: Tidied that up. And that's literally all I've done <laughs> it's been great you have you
0: been gaming I think I've been
1: doing a bit of gaming not as much as I was expecting to do because okay. I've watched a bit quite a bit of t v instead um but uh yeah, I've done a f- few little bits, nothing that's worth talking about. I don't think okay,
0: fine
1: what about you? How have you been
0: i last <laughs> weekend went to do some exercise, <laughs> and it didn't go very well. it didn't did it no I my right so. Uh, we had a present for Christmas. Our family of four uh, to go and do Ninja Warrior. Cool, yeah. Uh, which is it's a show that's all over the world, isn't it? And I think like, so. They're popping up everywhere now. You'd like in warehouses, just go and do the just course. Go and do the course. And it had like a. It's like an assault course. Yeah, basically challenge game, isn't it? And it was all going really well. We we're having a lot of fun until we got to the big wall at the end. You have to run up the wall, get to yep. the top. Did it? Fine, no yeah. problem. Awesome. But it came back around to the bottom. My wife guess. Oh, you should all just do it again. I'll get it on camera. So my eldest went up. Yeah, fine. No problem. A little one. She did a best. She did really well. She did really well, to be fair. I've seen the video. She didn't quite make it. I went, got uh, two thirds of the way up, felt a pop in my calf, slid back down, and I've barely been able to walk <laughs> since.
1: We walked up the stairs to this to the recording room tonight, and I was like, where's he gone? He was like 10 minutes behind me. I, on stairs mon- are a difficult
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, they are. On Monday, I went to the walk-in centre. Which was really ironic, <laughs> because I couldn't walk in walk. <laughs> you couldn't walk into the walk-in centre. Yeah. Uh, so it's not been the best week.
1: Have you um, been checked out? Are you okay? Are you good? I
0: have been checked out, and uh, nothing uh, too serious other than, yes, I have, uh, well, they believe I've torn the calf muscle.
1: Nasty. It's massive. <laughs> I was, when you showed it to <laughs> oh, me earlier, I was like shocked how big your calf muscle is.
0: <laughs> it is quite swollen. Yeah, it is so, very swollen. Yes, ice. ice Putting it up. Does it hurt to touch? Um, if you touch the top of it, it is incredibly tender. Really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, but does it hurt? It doesn't like. It doesn't really hurt. All the time. If you yeah. turn the it's wrong not way, hurting now no. Right. No, because I'm in a comfortable position. But yeah, you know about it if you turn the wrong way, and yeah. Wow. So I've been limping around. But luckily, that doesn't affect my podcasting ability. It doesn't.
1: Your your mouth is fine, and that is good. Shabby We've takes got it. A... More
0: than that to stop me. <laughs> it certainly does. Right.
1: Shall we do a question of the week? Yeah. <laughs> um.
0: I've got this one. I've oh, just did, before we do that. Um, oh, okay. Sorry. We did have some feedback about last week's question. of the week, Oh, we didn't did. We? Yes. So we, we mentioned that, which was the paperclip, which was the, the contraband paperclip. Where would you hide it? Yeah. Uh, and like you have not prepared, so let me <laughs> find out where where the hell. It is in the Discord. Um, Wainer in the Discord said, I would hide the paperclip in an open condiment. Something thick like mayonnaise. He was talking about
1: condiments, that boy.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. It's the same as the butter. Similar to the butter one, isn't it? It is not it
0: similar to the butter. Uh, Smileyton said, Similarly, I thought, maybe a freshly brewed cup of coffee, which I would slowly drink.
1: Oh, so while they're searching around his house, he's going to have a cup of coffee on the go. Yeah. They're not going to make him spill his cup of coffee on.
0: I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, they never do in, like I said last week about the radiator, and you said about the yeah. the electrical. Uh, but they're never, on the they TV, never they're never it.
1: looking for a paperclip. No, this is true. So these people are experts in looking for paperclips.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, what's this Good answers. Question? So this
1: week's question is, you've been offered a new job. Okay. This job pays you $10,000 a week. Right? Uh-huh. but to do the job the job entails you must sit alone in a dark room in total silence and your job is to remove unknown items from a box and place them on a conveyor belt for eight hours a day would you take this job yeah <laughs> okay that's the end of that have we got any netflix <laughs> <laughs> how bad can it be oh, eight hours alone in silence and dark I don't know if I it's did it for very long. It doesn't say I have to it do it for no, the rest true. of my
0: working life. No, that's true.
1: You could just do it for a week and take the 10 grand, I guess.
0: <laughs> I, I might do a month. Um,
1: I'd like, love being cool. on my own, but I feel like it's the sitting in silence in the dark
0: is odd. It's more like coming out of the end. <laughs> yeah, your eyes would be crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> would you get used to it? I don't know. I don't I, think you'd I,
1: get used I, to it. I think it'd drive you insane
0: feels... You wouldn't know how long time's passing, no. would you? That's, you wouldn't have that's a clue. A and tough it
1: part. We go so slow. Yeah. Because it's not even like interesting work. You just
0: put in Forget items get lunch breaks. No. Ah, oh, but legally I'm entitled to <laughs> one. Yeah, but you can't leave
1: the room. The <laughs> right. conveyor belt just stops, I guess. I went to a
0: restaurant. It was really expensive for the pleasure of doing that one. So now <laughs> here I get to do it for free every day. You're
1: paid to do it.
0: <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I think I I'd want to give it a go. I think I could do it. Like you say, but the not more very I think long. about it, yeah, there's there's probably more, much more drawbacks than I'm thinking. I would worry
1: about getting inside my own head because it's yeah. it's not a pretty place in there. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, would would you just slowly unravel?
1: You, would you get home at the end of the day? And go, oh, I've done that. Sounds I'm really like proud of myself. Show. It does. Didn't they do it with didn't Gaza? Do something similar? last they? Year? Yeah, they did like a Big Brother in the dark type thing. Uh, yeah, they might I think Chris Eubank was in it. <laughs> With Gaza, so-
0: Sounds plausible.
1: I feel like i could get home after that first day and be like, oh, I did that. I'm quite proud. But then the thought of having to go back and do it again tomorrow
0: yeah. would
1: kill me. Having this week off and the thought of going back next week is killing me. And that's just a normal job.
0: Because I'm guessing, I'm thinking logistically, actually properly. Because if, if you've got a drive to this place of work to do it. I guess so. Eight hours in the dark, and then it's not like you can just walk out and then get in your car and drive home. No, you would have to re-acclimatise yourself. Yeah, it would take some time, I presume, to... Unless it's
1: dark when you finish. Yeah. Like, if you left now.
0: Yeah, but even so, we're talking pitch... Pitch dark. Pitch black.
1: You don't even know what the items are you're picking up and putting on the conveyor belt. Which, I guess, gives you something to think about.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I mean, it's not going to be just like a hedgehog, is it? I wouldn't
1: imagine it would take you too long to figure out what's in this box, unless they're all different items.
0: I mean, yeah, maybe. But maybe you'd get like, oh, today you're doing bouncy balls or.
1: <laughs> oh, that'd be a nightmare if you started dropping them. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> when, when you get a box of badger's nipples or something. Eh? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> How do you extract a badger's nipple?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it's still attached to the badger. God, definitely don't want a badger in the alone <laughs> in the dark. Badgers can
1: see in the dark. They'd be yeah, they they'd would have have the they'd, one up.
0: They would there. have the advantage. Yeah. Yeah, 100%.
1: The definitive answer, yes or no?
0: I'll give it a go, yeah. Okay. Life's all about trying new things, isn't it?
1: (laughs) True. I'm going with no. (laughs) Okay. Right, should we do some Netflix news? Yeah, let's 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 get back onto the uh, normal world. Bring
0: some sort of uh, real worldness to this. Okay, there's only one place we can start, and that is the sad news this week uh, of the passing of Matthew Perry. Yeah,
1: really, really sad news.
0: Of Chandler being himself. Yeah. Uh, I
1: knew at some point in my life I was gonna have to deal with the, the passing of friends. But I didn't think it'd be this early on. Not yeah. not my friends, the friends. some <laughs> friends. Fifty-four. 50, literally no age. No. Such a shame. A real sad loss. He could just never get over those demons he had, could he?
0: No, I be- I mean he's there's a lot been a lot of talk this week though, hasn't there, about how, you know, his his memoir, his autobiography, which he he wrote, was out last year. Yeah, and last year, and and I don't know. People get a bit people get a bit wistful, sort of. Yeah. So I've seen a couple of things this year of people who probably don't know what they're talking about. So, uh, this week, <laughs> people who probably don't know what they're talking about saying, "Well, he he sort of did. He feel like he'd completed his work. He told his story. And yeah. And it's like I I think people really I don't think it works as, like that. I'm not sure. That, <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just really sad. Yeah,
1: it is. It's it's it was shocking. I couldn't believe it when I woke up the other morning
0: and found out. I was devastated. And I I remember um I remember a couple of his movies that are yeah. know, not bad as well yeah yeah, yeah. um whole nine yards that oh, was I remember enjoying mm. that yeah uh, which is where he met Bruce Willis and that he convinced Bruce Willis to come on to Friends, Friends. to do a guest guests uh slot in Friends. Um, Crazy. I also heard this week, just to double down on the sad news, <laughs> there was an interview with one of Bruce Willis's daughters, and yeah. she said he is now non-verbal. Oh dear, that's really bad. People get old, <laughs> and it's like I don't know. It's just yeah, it's not.
1: That's somebody with the. It must be devastating for somebody with the personality of Bruce Willis. Like yeah, like who used to be as this had.
0: big, strong. Yeah, you know, to just become like a shell of a man. Yeah, But there's been a lot of, I don't know if it's because in the algorithms or what, but I'd like, if I've picked up Instagram or had a look on Facebook, on, I've seen so much Matthew Perry. Yeah, Of Like I clips, well. bloopers, clips. Yeah, loads. interviews. Bits of
1: friends old yeah, outtakes. Yeah. yeah, I've seen loads as well. And you do start to sit and watch more because it's like nostalgic, isn't it?
0: It's yeah. So. Well, I think we'll, we'll talk, our real talk this week is going to be about... Yeah, yeah sitcom performances and characters and i think i think all i wanted to say really about friends and Matthew perry is that it's you know i'm aware that friends is maybe not aged greatly in some no, ways no that's fair but it is a show that is now 30 years old yeah and i think what i will say for friends positively is that it was a phenomenally cast show and those yeah. six just were the awesome. Yeah, the chemistry Individually together. Yeah. I mean, it helps, doesn't it, when you've got ten years to hone your character. <laughs> yeah. But, but
1: any two of them could do a scene together and you you it just felt natural. It didn't yeah. matter which two you picked, it just worked all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real shame. I always thought they'd get back together one day.
0: Well and that we'd actually yeah, get a yeah. a yeah. You'd have thought, their problem is they don't need the money to do that. and No, they, they don't. You'd have thought, yeah, there might have been an amount that would have brought them all back together mm. to do it. But how, how does it. I don't know. do know. Fraser's is back, isn't he? Yes,
1: is, I've actually watched that this week. That was okay, on my we'll list of things. We'll come to that. Um, yeah, I mean, does this spur you on now to do that reunion? and Or does this do you draw a line under it now and say, no, that's never going to happen? See it. I, I don't think it is ever going to happen. I don't necessarily think it ever would have, but no it can't.
0: I never watched the you know, the sort of reunion they did a couple of years ago. No, I did. But the sort of touring around the apartment. Yeah. Yeah. Was it was it good?
1: It was alright. It was too much James Corden yeah, in it. Yeah,
0: that was <laughs> that was my the main thing that put me off. Okay.
1: But yeah it was alright. It was fine.
0: No, yeah. it's really sad. Sad news. Rest in peace, Matthew Perry. Absolutely. Okay. Next uh, interesting news this week on some details about the success of Netflix's ad-supported subscriber tier. Okay, and even more interesting. Well, we'll, well, let's talk about numbers first, and then we'll come to sort of the the carrot, I guess, that <laughs> Netflix is giving some of these some of the users. So, uh. Netflix's ad-supported plan is now up to 15 million active users. Wow. Uh, so back in May 2023, it was at 5 million.
1: Oh, wow. So they've done so, in six months. They've done yeah 10 million more users. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, wow. So, I mean, as as you touched on the other week, it clearly shows the crackdown on passwords. It doesn't really stop people. No, it doesn't seem to. Have. But really interestingly, Netflix announced in a blog post that starting next year, it will let subscribers who are on the ad-supported plan watch an episode of anything ad-free after they have watched three episodes in a row.
1: Okay, so if you're binging through something, you can. Yeah. You don't get the ads anymore. Yeah,
0: in the f- every, every every fourth fourth episode. episode uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Someone's gonna come out and go. That's just promoting binge watching. <laughs> 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 Nothing wrong with that. But that's that's weird, isn't it? That's a weird little. Yeah, that is a weird little thing. Wonder volleyball.
1: why? Yeah, strange. I thought we was gonna say after three episodes, you don't get any more ads. No, so you can but it's not gonna be that. It's, if you it's, watch six it's a at a time, break from ads. Yeah, it's just a one a half an hour break from ads. Yeah, interesting. Weird. That's crazy that they've added that many
0: users though it is isn't it hmm.
1: I wonder if it's because pe- they don't mention what other tiers what the other tier I wonder if it's people downgrading
0: yeah true yeah that's not that's not mentioned uh, coming up for Netflix is uh, again Geeked Week okay uh, in, a, in a few weeks time um, and as part of that I mean I'm sure we'll hear more about sort of some of the presentations and the news as that happens one of the first announcements as part of Geek Week yeah. is that Netflix is providing free tattoos. <laughs> okay. Why? Uh, between the 6th and the 12th of November at certain tattoo parlours across the United States, uh, you can apply uh, via geekedinc.com right. to book a slot for a free tattoo. Of what? Well interesting you mentioned that <laughs> because you can't just go in and choose anything you have to choose from a set menu of tattoos oh wow and guess what they're all netflix themed they're all netflix themed are they on this site they are where? so if you go to geekedinc.com uh you yeah. uh check out the flash is what you have to do that will take you to the various locations where you okay. can get uh, a tattoo that's, uh, there's places in Atlanta, Denver, Los Angeles, Brooklyn. Uh, pick pick one of those. Let's go New York. So we're looking at Flywright Tattoo. Uh, you click, check out The Flash, which you have done, and you get your tattoo sheets. Okay. So we are currently looking, we'll put some of these in the Discord, at a, a sheet of tattoo designs from Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. The new animated Scott Pilgrim show. Yeah.
1: What's that? Oh, it's Loving Robots.
0: Loving Robots. Squid Game. Squid Game. These are all sort of different styles, aren't they? Um, a di- each is a different style. I mean, I'm not loving the Squid Game tattoos, I've got to
1: No, say. I'm not. I don't really like that style. There's some Black Mirror ones down here as well. I don't know. There's a pig in there. That's the creepiest. Ultraman ones?
0: Yeah. That's quite cool. They're a bit manga-ish, aren't they? That's, that's not bad. Yeah. Uh, what have we got here? The Witcher? Yeah, there's all sorts here. Uh, Avatar, I think the last Airbender I can spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Umbrella Academy down there at the bottom. Uh, Wednesday, Wednesday, Stranger ones. Things, a plenty of Hellfire Club stuff. Um, yeah, those are Stranger Things ones. Interesting. What a gimmick! <laughs> I like it. Get Netflix tattooed on you. If you had
1: to have a a tattoo from a Netflix show, which one? What you (laughs) Um, (laughs)
0: having? That's a very random question. (laughs) Uh,
1: It fits with what we've just been talking about.
0: I'll get, I'll get the one from Bodies. You know, where they've just got the mark on there. Oh, that's a good one. That would be a good (laughs) one. Just just the the tally chart. I like that. That's good because that's not. No one's going to go. That's from that thing (laughs) on Netflix. Not specifically. No, true. They might get there eventually. I don't I want a big red Scott Pilgrim takes off tattoo, put it on. <laughs> not really.
1: No, you, you wouldn't have it for a show that's not even out yet. What if <laughs> so, it's just rubbish? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what if it's just rubbish? I'd have something from Schitt's Creek, but I don't know what it'd be.
0: Uh, go and check out geekedinc.com Definitely. if that interests you. There might be a few slots left, um, but I wouldn't guarantee it. No. Also, this week, Netflix has added uh, some small, short documentaries okay. about DVDs <laughs> and right. Netflix's DVD rental service. Oh, which they've just recently a sort of a, back, a, a sort of look, a, a, a fond look back. Oh, okay. Sort of, um, you know, some of the work they used to do there, how the company developed. Well, you can't watch these on Netflix, though. Right. You have to go to DVD.com. Well, oh, that's
1: the old Netflix rental site. Yeah. Yes,
0: they have kept it alive, and it is now full of lots of little, uh, I guess, like a mini YouTube. Okay. Of of short documentaries about Netflix and DVDs. <laughs> okay, sounds fun. If you want to while away an hour or so, um, yeah, there's a behind the scenes documentary and over a dozen short movies. Uh, videos of people talking about their dvd stories (laughs) Uh,
1: yeah wow okay interesting Uh,
0: along with the documentary the site has a section that highlights user memories uh, as shared uh, by subscribers cool yeah so dvd.com is not going anywhere just yet head on head on over next next piece of Netflix news is a cancellation oh okay uh, news that well mania will not return for a second season oh that's a shame that Netflix. was good we both watched this we did yeah um which was I've forgotten the- about it <laughs> yeah me too but I enjoyed it while I watched it it was the would you say sitcom yeah I would say limited series starring Celeste Barber who's mm. an Australian stand-up comedian and yeah I liked it as well yeah, it was great um Yeah, it will not be returning. She herself posted an update on Instagram. She broke the news, Celeste Barber, she said. Uh, uh, She revealed that uh, the show will not be returning for a second season and said, Netflix has told me it's something about numbers. (laughs) I thought we smashed it, but I don't understand how it works. I (laughs) I would like to thank everyone for the love and support around the show. It was so fun. We had an excellent time, and the way it was received was very overwhelming. I am. Bummed that I can no longer explore the excellent character of Liv Healy. And I know a lot of you saw yourselves in the character and wanted to see more. But this industry is kind of bullshit. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, I'm... I don't know. I've got a feeling we might not have seen the last of that one. I did. I. It feels like something that could get picked up elsewhere. Yeah,
1: it, it really does. You're right because it
0: was a, it was a real, it was a
1: funny show. It was, it was really. Funny. She was great in it as well. Yeah. It feels like it was a long time ago, but I don't think it was. Yeah. It feels like. Oh, that is a shame.
0: Let's let's see what happens. Let's keep. Her I eye don't on. know. I've just got. I've just got an inkling. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, news this week. We already knew that... So, the movie Fall. Yes. Which, over here in the UK, I, don't, we do, I think we discussed before, it didn't have a cinematic release, but it gained a lot. A, a real big following on Netflix. Yeah, it really did. Uh, and it, it hung around, if you will, at the top of the <laughs> charts for a long time. We mentioned that a sequel had already been commissioned. Yep. Well, news this week, there's a equal prequel has also been commissioned. Oh, really? So there are now two sequels, Greenlit. Right. For Fall. That's strange. You I mean them, you think one of them will be a cliffhanger? Nice. Overkill? Is Does it feel a bit overconfident? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it didn't really feel like it needed a sequel. <laughs> Let end a freequel. Yeah, production company Capstone Studios has Greenlit... Two movies, um, yeah, wow, uh, it earned twenty million in the US on its cinematic release and on a three million budget. Uh, obviously, became a massive hit over here on Netflix and uh, also around the world. Yeah, two move, two, two sequels, two oh, two. very interesting. Some people climbing
1: up a pole. <laughs> Are they just going to climb up other stuff?
0: Or I don't know. Are some know.
1: people going to go back up that? No, did that fall down at the end?
0: Scott Mann, who wrote and directed the first, uh, is coming back to produce the second. Okay. But will direct the third, according to the Hollywood Report. Interesting. They, the Hollywood Report also say... The plan at the minute is for the follow-up was to bring back original characters from the first film, while also leaving room for new ones to be introduced. That's kind of how sequels work. Yep. <laughs> uh, Scotty's I mean, only two characters, Scott isn't Mann it? man himself said, "I am thrilled to be continuing the fall journey and taking it to the next level. We've got a really special cinematic experience yeah. planned, and I'm immensely grateful for my fellow producers for backing the vision. I'm excited to be working with new collaborators, as well as reuniting with the original gang. I can't wait to be back filming." Thousands of feet up. Fall 2 is scheduled to shoot starting in June. Hopefully,
1: if we're still working by June. Yeah. <laughs>
0: mm, Not three, sure. 3D, anyone? Full 3D? Yeah.
1: I'm surprised there should be like a VR experience. That'd be good.
0: Yeah. I, I-, I feel some. Th- it's got to be a gimmick. It's got to be a gimmick. There's got to be a gimmick.
1: You can't just go up something high again. <laughs> We've seen that before.
0: Go higher. I mean, Tom Cruise does that in every movie. Yeah, and he just climbs high stuff. Okay, other movie news. Uh, news this week that Jason Statham, okay, has signed on to uh, the next movie in the pipeline from uh, director David Ayer, who you might most know for Fury, yeah, or the non-James Gunn Suicide Squad. <laughs> um. They worked together on The Beekeeper recently, uh, but they are going to continue their partnership on an upcoming action movie called Levon's Trade. Okay. Interestingly, the script for this movie has been written by none other than Sylvester Stallone. Oh, interesting. That's weird. Ah. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Which is before our time, people. <laughs> I always forget that he is Oscar nominated. Yeah. Uh, he was Oscar nominated for writing Rocky, obviously. Uh, he also scripted Rambo, Last Blood, Last Blood most recently. Uh, Levon's Trade is adapted from a novel uh, by an author called Chuck Dixon. Good name, uh, strong American name. And right. in fact, there are 11 books in the Levon Cade series. Right uh Stallone's production company had pr- apparently previously developed this franchise as a TV series but it is now going uh to the cinema. Cool. Sure. Uh this movie will chart how Levon Cade played by Jason Statham uh leaves his black ops days behind him to work in construction. He wants to live a simple life and be a good father to his daughter. So Stop far, me so if you, Statham. you've heard this before. <laughs> but when his boss's teenage daughter Jenny vanishes, he is called upon to re-employ the skills that made him a legendary figure in his previous gig. The hunt for the missing college student takes him deep into the heart of a sinister criminal conspiracy, creating a chain reaction that would threaten his new way of life.
1: Yeah, that's just a standard synopsis for a Jason Statham movie.
0: Does it feel like David Ayer and Sylvester Sloane are a bit above this?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Maybe not so much Jason Statham. No, that's sorry, what Jason Statham, sorry, Statham
1: Jason his stock and trade. I mean...
0: Look, they've got their right own franchise, gonna write a, they?
1: If Stallone's going to write a script, then that's the script he's going to write. I guess so. <laughs> so, yeah, they've got their right, own, like you say, they've got their right own the franchise. And why not? All, good, all power to them. They've got nothing against any of those three people.
0: Eleven movers, maybe.
1: Maybe. <laughs> maybe.
0: I don't know if... I can't say that. Kind of age-less, ageless Jason Statham, isn't it? I reckon it's the look. Yeah. Because he's never had hair or anything.
1: Not that I'm aware of. Yeah. Who isn't ageless, though? It's Stallone.
0: <laughs> I think or as can he's trying until to <laughs> you hit about... As much as he's know, trying your to, your to be he's,
1: uh, he's struggling.
0: I mean, there's a lot of filler in that picture of Sylvester Stallone, isn't there? Yeah. He's, he, I know it's an easy joke, but... He has got those permanently surprised eyebrows. I feel, I feel
1: like Vincent Price wants his eyebrows back. <laughs> Good for them. Yeah. There's, there'll always be room for action movies.
0: You know, last week we talked about Mike Flanagan's uh, Stephen King adaptation. Yes. Is it Life of Chuck, as yep. that was called. And how we had questions why this uh, and a few other projects have. Interim agreements in their comments with SAG AFRA, which enables them to keep filming. Yes. Well, I have found another example of this. Okay. And I have a slight explanation.
1: Okay, interesting.
0: Uh, The movie I'm talking about is... Sounds like quite an interesting one. It is just wrapped filming last week, and it is called Death of a Unicorn. Okay. It's cast. It's an A24 movie.
1: Oh, now I'm excited.
0: As well, by the way. Uh, the cast. General Ortega. Nice. I mean, she's she's pretty uh, in vogue <laughs> at the minute. <laughs> she's in everything. Paul Rudd.
1: Yeah, cool.
0: Will Poulter. Nice. Uh, Tia Leone. Nice. And Richard E. Grant. Wow. Are all in Death of a Unicorn. It's very Marvel heavy. Uh, it's, it's written and directed by a chap called Alex Sharfman. It's his feature film debut. And it's a dark comedy. Uh, Death of a Unicorn follows a father, Paul Rudd, and his daughter, General Ortega. Okay. Who accidentally hit a unicorn while driving to a work summit. Right. The company seizes the unicorn and their scientists discover that its body contains magical properties which they seek to exploit.
1: Sounds interesting. Feels
0: a bit... I don't know. I feel like just from that, I think I'm thinking like a kind of 80s ET type vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Who, who Maybe. Knows? Maybe it'll be weirder. It's A24. Yeah. So. Oh, it'll be weird. <laughs> why has this movie been able to keep rolling? Well, me, that is because A24 is not part of the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers. Okay. So they were granted a SAG after interim waiver. All right. Because they're not. They're not part of. No, the, the, I get it. The yeah. studio
1: are not part of it, but the actors are. Yeah. <laughs> it just feels wrong. I
0: I don't disagree <laughs> with you. It feels wrong. It, it feels very loop loop-hole-y, when, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. There's there's like studios are trying to find loopholes.
0: Especially if like I'm not saying yes. I'll, I'll, I won't say a name. But say someone from that movie. Yeah. Is like at work. Does. I don't know, say they're on set for three days. Yeah. And can they? do they then go to the picket line?
1: Exactly. It just feels grubby. <laughs> feels grubby. It feels yeah. like you're letting down everybody else that you... This isn't about the high-earning Hollywood actors like Paul Rudd and Will Poulter and Jenny Ortega. This is about the lower exactly. level actors who aren't getting work and aren't being allowed to go to work. And it feels like you're not standing by them. I, I might be completely wrong but that's just no, how I, it looks and how it feels.
0: Yeah, it does. When when and I think this is real on the download, isn't it? Like this isn't it Seems to be. I don't feel this has being picked up. The media really. are not reporting that. Yeah, the, the there are still you know, there is still stuff rolling. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. All mm. it oh, those other unicorns holding up those signs. <laughs> and this guy Oh, <laughs> well, this guy's dead. <laughs> yeah, but if he's a good actor, his, this this <laughs> unicorn.
1: Getting out there working? Yeah. It's disgusting. Like, we something... know they've
0: just put a cornetto on a horse. I, oh, I hope so. That'd be
1: amazing. <laughs> Imagine if that's the twist at the end of the
0: movie. <laughs> okay, a couple more bits of news. You might I said this is our Stephen King news for the week. Excellent. Uh, and that is uh, a report... Uh, that sources have told to <laughs> variety that Warner brothers is looking to jettison uh Salem's lot okay. it's reimagining of Salem Salem's lot away from a cinematic release and it could arrive straight on uh Max instead okay um I didn't realise that this movie had had, had such a difficult journey. Oh, God, James. journey. has been in development hell. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it's, it's basically been finished for a year. Yeah. Um, and the source told Variety... Uh, well, I, I like how this is put... A source with knowledge of this back and forth says that the movie... Would not be a reflection of the film's quality. I think <laughs> But uh, it would be due to the fact that the ongoing strike has created a growing need for new content for the streaming service.
1: Yeah, it's easy to say that. And
0: this is one of the few films essentially ready to go. Uh, a Warner Brothers spokesperson said... No decision has yet been made about the film's distribution plans. Yeah, this shot in 2021 and was initially intended to be released in September 2022, last Halloween. Wow! And it's just—it's not happened. Uh, it was pushed to spring this year, uh, and earlier this month was moved off the schedule altogether. It doesn't have a cinematic release date currently.
1: Um, I've been—I've had half an eye on this for the last few years, and it it does it does feel like this is a quality thing because at one point it was coming out cinema and then yeah. once it was finished it got shelved completely it was taken all off all the radar
0: uh, yeah and no, i'm i'm not, sorry i'm not buying it if you've got a movie pretty much ready to go you're getting it out into the cinema yeah and because it doesn't matter you can still put it on your streaming service a yeah. few weeks later it doesn't that doesn't bother disney
1: what also worries me is that Stephen King has seen this movie. Oh, has
0: he? Oh, have you? are you looking for a tweet?
1: I found a tweet. I seen it earlier today, so I was like, I'll find that. Um, usually when Stephen King watches something that's based on his work, he's very, very positive about it. Yeah. Because he doesn't really care. He sells the works for very little amount of money, yeah. and he doesn't really care what people say. This one he says, It feels like a horror movie version of a slow burn movie like The Great Escape. It builds very well. There are diversions from the book I don't agree with but on the whole faithful. Okay. Now that's not a positive review from a man who's normally very positive about this sort of thing.
0: It's quite a diplomatic yeah. review. Yeah. That's what it
1: feels like. It feels like somebody said to him you've got to say something about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not convinced by this. Mm. Um, it's a really tough book to adapt anyway. Yeah. It's one of my favourite books. No, it's one of my favourite books. I've read it a good few times. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'll still be watching it the first day I'm able to.
0: Well, we will... <laughs> so you can await my review. We will We will uh, update people when we know where and when this is landing, mm-hmm. if that does happen. Okay. Uh, and then the final piece of news this week is some news on an upcoming Star War.
1: <laughs> Star Wars Singular?
0: Yeah. Yeah, because it is a... Well, it'll probably end up being a trilogy, won't it? Because that's what yep, that's happens, what happens. With these things. Um, we, we, I think we've mentioned this in, in the past. There's a whole map laid out for what's happening with Star Wars in the future. Yeah, so yeah. I think they're doing a movie which is going to culminate like the Mandalorian and, and all that sort of stuff. I think they're doing one which goes back in time to how Jedi were invented or made invented. or whatever <laughs> happened. But this news uh, surrounds the... Daisy Ridley Star Wars movie. Okay. Which is essentially going to carry on the, you know, the last trilogy, I guess. Uh, which will be set 15 years after the events of The Rise of Star- Skywalker. Uh, and a a Reddit leak from a user who has apparently a very good track record previously with all things Star Wars. Okay. Is claiming that this new movie... Uh, has a title, right? And has gathered pace because obviously scriptwriters are back at work. Yep. Uh, and this new movie will potentially be called Star Wars: A New Beginning. I'm not sure if I'm buying it because it sounds very generic. It, very generic. Uh, but, but yeah, uh, this is being now. This movie is now being written by Stephen Knight, uh, and interestingly, he is stepped into the fray to write this Star Wars movie because none other than Damon Lindelof has departed the project. Right, okay. He was uh, asked to leave by Lucasfilm due to growing creative differences. That's unusual to hear of Lindelof getting
1: creative differences with people.
0: (laughs) He's always wanted to do a Star Wars. Yeah, he has. Um, I don't know if he was involved in the JJ ones. I don't know if he had a big... He might have had a partial credit. I'm not sure. Probably, but um, yeah, he's off this one.
1: Mm. I just not interested in Star Wars. Mm. It just doesn't interest me anymore. I feel like there's just flogging a dead horse.
0: There's, it feels like, doesn't it that the shines off these things? I think Marvel as well. I read something earlier today about again, there's a, the, you can go and find it if you want. I, I didn't highlight it for news because it was massive. <laughs> there's like There's like a report that's come out on, t- on, allegedly, again, an insider, sort of basically saying that Marvel wishes it hadn't signed up to do so many Disney Plus series because it's really affected the quality of the no, movies really. and um, there's all the Jonathan Major stuff going on which is um, giving them pause to, f- to stop and Potentially reconsider their direction, mm-hmm. and um, it, it just feels like these they've, they've just lost momentum. Marvel, Completely. Star Wars, you know, maybe them all going away for 20 years wasn't a bad thing. <laughs> I don't know,
1: <laughs> but it's not going to happen now, is it? They're not going to go away anymore, yeah.
0: they're just here. Yeah, that's your Disney money, isn't it? Yeah,
1: cool. Well. More Star Wars news as we get it, if we get it.
0: Any that's, more news? That's all the news.
1: Cool. Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream?
0: I haven't watched too much this week, but I can think of something I've watched. I've started season two of Welcome to Wrexham.
1: Okay. I've not done season two yet.
0: Yeah. I've watched, I think, the first three or four. Um, and yeah, I've, been, I've enjoyed it. It's still just like, it's it's, it's sweet, isn't it? And yeah. One the be- the best episode I've seen so far is kind of uh I, I guess if it was a sitcom you'd call it a bit of like a a bottle episode or a step away from the main storyline because you get you go back into season two, so you get a recap of them failing to get promoted last yeah, year yeah. And, and sort of here we go, you know, we're doubling down, we're going again, new strike new signings, this is where we start from. So that's the first couple of episodes. Prin- uh, King Charles comes to visit. No, I remember when that happened. So there's quite a bit on that. And then there's a couple of really nice episodes. One's about uh, how how the club works with um, fans with disabilities. Yeah. And I thought that was really sweet. And then they do a whole episode on the girls and women's football team. Okay. And I thought I was really... Again, it was one of the longer episodes, that one. And 35, 40 minutes later. But by the end of it, I was like, God, I think I support... Wrexham women's football team. <laughs> well, if you're going to pick really, a women's team. It's really invested. Good. And and they, they basically condense their season into this one episode. Like, will they win the league? Oh, they okay. And it was like, and they're, play, they're playing on some, even their, their home Wrexham pitch. So they don't play in the stadium? No, I think they they, they took them there a couple of times, but right. no, week in, week out, they're on this bog. Oh, and right. even Rob, Ma- Rob, Rob McElhenney goes to watch them and he's like, <laughs> no we're, no, we're going to help you out. okay cool so like get out of this league get into the like the women's welsh premier league and we'll, we'll put some money in yeah it. we'll double down and uh, yeah it was really interesting
1: okay I might check it out I, I've not, I don't know why I never went to it I really enjoyed
0: season one I will I'll get I feel it. like it's I I think it's been out for quite a while yeah it has because they're You're releasing not. episodes weekly but there's loads I've, I think it's about eight episodes so yeah. it must have been on Disney Plus for, months for a while Cool. How about
1: you? I finished Bodies.
0: Oh, what did you think?
1: I really enjoyed it. Yeah, It was fun, really wasn't it? good, yeah. Really good fun. I think the end was quite convoluted. There was a lot going on. It was like you're starting to lose me a little bit here because I'm not quite sure what's going on.
0: I think I was uh, I was fine with the actual end and then the Yeah, end, I was fine with the, the end, end was, just, was yeah. like, they tacked on or was, like I said. I was yeah. Like
1: it's just how it all worked. Really played with my mind. Yeah. I didn't stop thinking about it for a few days. So that must be good. I thought the, the kid who played the younger Stephen Graham, I thought he was really good. Yeah, he was. He played it really well.
0: The, I do feel, now you've watched it, I, I, I mean, go, I'll go a bit of spoilery here. The, the one thing that did annoy me, I do go I go and watch Is It's a it's, strong recommendation yeah, for me. They just like, ignore the tact on ending that Netflix made them put on at the end, which is like a tease in case they decide they want to do another series. They just left one character. Like, they just left her. In that yeah, prison? Yeah, yeah, yeah. completely. And you never like... <laughs> that's
1: true. They did.
0: She was just left to die. I presume left to die? Just left You didn't see her end. That's ending. true. She didn't get an ending. Yeah.
1: Maybe that's part of the plan for the next season if there is one. Right. I kind of hope there isn't one. It no, feels I'd, like I'd, a limited no, series, one and done. It wouldn't work to keep bringing no, it back.
0: No. It's a, it's a good, stupid, fun, high concept. Yeah. I enjoyed it
1: agreed Sorry. um i have started a few things this week as well okay uh, i have started big mouth season seven yep um i thought this was the final season of big mouth but apparently not no there's one more isn't there? one more i think um <laughs> i feel like the joke's overdone now yeah. but i feel like i'm so far in i need to stay with it i don't really know why because it's, it's not really any like ongoing story <laughs> but I don't, I don't know i just feel like I, it's fine it's not it's not the
0: show it used to be okay
1: um i also started the changeling on apple tv right I've done the first two episodes, and so it hasn't really started yet. It's what, very remind sl- me what the changeling it's is. It's a very slow burn. It's a. It's set in a alternate New York, and this, it's the story of a, it's a love story of a man falling in love with a librarian, and they have a baby, and at some point the lady and the baby are going to get kidnapped, and he's going to chase through this magical world to rescue them. Okay, but that hasn't happened yet. Okay, so I'm literally just watching the love story <laughs> at the minute. Um, so I'll let you know as that progresses if I'm going to stick with it or not. Okay. And I also started, as I mentioned earlier, I started Frasier, the new season of Frasier. Nice. Just because I wanted something...
0: I used to love Frasier. I
1: used to love Frasier. So I was interested to see if it works. Yeah. And it does. It's funny. It feels weird to revive a show and only bring one character back. Yeah. Because none of the rest of the cast are coming.
0: But that's what Frasier <laughs> was. Yeah. It was. Because he was...
1: He was the yeah. guy from Cheers who moved on. But but none, nobody else is back. Yeah. It's just him. Studio sitcoms feel a bit old school now. Hmm. There's like a laugh. There's a live audience laugh track on yeah. it, and it just feels weird. You just don't really see it anymore. So it took me a while to get used to that. But the jokes are good. Kelsey is great, and the new cast are really funny. Okay. So I'm in board. There's only been four episodes on so far. Okay. I think they've I think the fifth one's out today. In fact. But yeah, I've enjoyed it. It's been all right. Cool. But there's only one show I need to talk to you about this week. Okay. Because <laughs> you and everybody listening needs to stop everything they're doing. And go and watch Last Stop Larimer.
0: Okay, what the hell's that?
1: <laughs> if Netflix had done this properly, properly, this could be the next Tiger King. Right. And I don't say that lightly. <laughs> okay. Last Stop Larimer is a two-episode true crime documentary set in the northern territories of Australia. Right. There is a town called Larimer. Eleven people live there. Brilliant. That is it. Eleven people live in this town. There is a bar yeah. that doubles as a hotel that triples as a zoo. (laughs) Oh, brilliant. (laughs) There's a pie shop at the other end of town. Yeah. And 11 people live in this town. One day, one of them goes missing. Uh A nationwide manhunt starts and it turns out that every single person in this town fucking despise each other. (laughs) (laughs) I suppose you would. They absolutely hate each other, (laughs) all of them. And the cast of characters that this show has is Unbelievable. It's only two episodes. It's only yeah. two hours long. This guy, 78, I think he is, one day leaves the bar on his quad bike to go back to his caravan. Yeah. Never seen again. Every one of them thinks another one of them's done it. Yeah. And one of them definitely has done it because there's nobody else in this town and there's nobody else for miles around. Yeah.
0: When they go shopping... I bet they've all got a reason to it. They've, to all, do it got a, well.
1: they've all got a motive and they've all got alibis from each other Yeah, because some of them get on with others and some won't and there's... The woman in the pie shop definitely has done it, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> but there's no big reveal at the end. This is still an ongoing, yeah. unsolved case in Australia. But it is amazing.
0: That sounds yeah. incredible.
1: It, the cast of characters right. There's a, a the woman who runs the pie shop. is in her seventies. She used to be married to the bloke. <laughs> I in...
0: it's the pie shop woman? That's they stuff. do the whole
1: Sweeney Todd, the whole like? Sweeney Todd thing. That's is amazing. there one bloke is absolutely convinced that the bloke is in the pies. Yeah. One of the other blokes is convinced that he was fed to the crocodile that lives in this zoo. <laughs> when I say zoo, it's a crocodile. There's nothing else. There's a man who's got a crocodile. Fucking massive crocodile. He's con- One of them's convinced that this guy's been fed to this crocodile. They're all adamant that each other's done it. And it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> the guy who lives next door to the pie shop used to be married to the woman who runs the pie shop but hasn't spoken to her for two years. Even That's though he impressive. lives next door in a town of 10 people. He's. You need the subtitles on. Because he's got can he's had cancer of the throat and tongue, so he he can't talk properly. Yeah. And he looks like a walking skeleton. He's the thinnest man you'll ever see and he just wow. wears this blue vest and his arm. You can see the bones in his arms. Yeah. I I I would go and watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's only two episodes long. It that is- sounds insane. If Netflix marketed that property that properly, they could have literally had another target just from the. Maybe cast there's the just not
0: quite enough story there. There's not. That's the problem because it's not like but Netflix, where you do two episodes it's only two episodes. Only two because there isn't enough story four. there. There isn't enough
1: story there because there's no resolution to yeah. it. Yeah, but things do progress as the two episodes go along. You learn things as you go through. Yeah, and the the filmmakers learned stuff as they went through. Some audio tapes come out, and it turns out they were bugging one guy's. The police were bugging this one guy's caravan, and. It takes the police an hour and a half to get there every time they get called. Amazing. When you go shopping, it's nine hours. Because <laughs> the nearest city is 200 miles away. And they've all got these old Utes that they drive. And they have to go to when they, when they need to go shopping. They have to, it's a whole day.
0: So what's <laughs> the point in the town? Was it like it an, used old tr- to be, an old mining?
1: No, it used to be a like a truck stop. Not a truck stop, but like a stop in the road yeah. to Darwin. Yeah. But then as Trucks and cars got bigger fuel tanks. Didn't they could stop. just drive straight through. They didn't need yeah. to stop anymore. So there's there's archive footage because somebody made a documentary about it years ago. So there's like there's a load of old archive footage of these people who lived there then and still live there now. Yeah, and it was a much bigger town then. It was more. They used to have an annual cricket tournament and all this, and people used to come from miles around. But then people just stopped coming.
0: Wow,
1: mm. it's insane! It's insane. Dom Jolly went there once. There's an episode of Trigger Happy TV. Oh went, really? There? Yeah, they show that. They show that scene. But yeah, honestly, stop everything you're watching and just go and watch two hours of Last Stop Larimer. It's brilliant. It is in it is in the Netflix top 10 at the minute, so people are watching it. But cool. Yeah, I'm really, really, really... I've even told my mum and dad to go and watch it, just for these characters. You won't believe some of the stuff that comes out. I promise you. But that's all I've watched, I think. Brilliant. Shall it's, we... sold me. <laughs> Definitely go and watch it. Shall we do a real talk and then get out of here? Yeah, let's do it. What was this week's real talk uh, question, this,
0: Nicholas? This week's real talk was uh simply in I guess in honour of Matthew Perry. Yeah, definitely. Uh who's your favourite sitcom actor slash actress? Yeah.
1: Simple as that. Yeah.
0: It's a tough question, this. There are so many <laughs> suggestions. There are so many. And I don't even know what I who I would pick I will pick as my official I. suggestion. Nor do I. I uh, just run through some. Shall I real smart? Go for it. Do you like that. Real talk. Real talk. Uh, first to respond in the Discord was Wayne, who said Nick Offerman as Ron Swanson in Parks and Recreation. I think it's an incredible character, and Offerman plays him brilliantly. I'd like to mention Brett Goldstein as Roy Kent, John C McGinley as Dr. Perry Cox, and pretty much anyone in the main cast of Brooklyn Nine Nine.
1: <laughs> all great shouts. I've never seen Parks and Rec. But other than that, I think they're all great shouts. I haven't either. Just never
0: watched it. I just never need to break... To... My two, the two that I... That I have never checked out that everyone raves about. Parks and Rec and... and it's Always Sunny. It's Always Sunny. In Same. Color, I've never
1: done, I've never done well,
0: either. I, no, It's Always Sunny. I, I have watched about the... F- f- maybe oh. I've watched the first season.
1: Okay.
0: And... I, I, I am aware that is that is a very different show to what it is. Yeah, you can't now. judge any, any, any sitcom kind on its of first season. Get, it's, it, it's, yeah. So I I might try and I carry on will. breaking that wall down. But. I'd like to,
1: but I know I never will.
0: Uh, Ross Cook says, I've got a top five. Of course uh, you're uh, off. Rowan Atkinson in Blackadder. That's
1: a wonderful shout. That would be one of mine.
0: Yeah. Is Blackadder a sitcom? Yes. I guess it is. It is. It's, yeah, there's a bunch of characters yeah. in this situation. Uh, Donald Glover in Community. Yeah, good answer. Dan Levy in Shit's Creek. Yeah. Uh, Julia Louise dreyfus in both Seinfeld and Veep. And Brian Cranston in Malcolm in the Middle. Good answer. You, I wouldn't would have considered I'd like that? to do a rewatch of Malcolm, Malcolm in, in the, the middle. middle. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, knowing what Cranston became and then going back and watching that. Both really
0: the parents in that. They, I think they're great performances, yeah, they though. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, Alex in the Discord says, uh, great ones mentioned already. A uh, couple from me Brian Potter in Phoenix Knights. Yeah. Uh, David Brent, UK office. Phil Dunphy from Modern Family and Nick Miller from New Girl. All oh,
1: great answers. Absolutely great. One of them would be my answer as well. One of my answers.
0: I didn't know you liked Modern Family that much. <laughs>
1: I I do enjoy Modern Family. (laughs) Not what I was thinking of.
0: Uh, Ross Cook came back with, uh, can I also add Alan Partridge and Bernard Black? Yes.
1: You absolutely can.
0: I mean, Alan Partridge is just... Can
1: you even call that a sitcom character anymore? Is that just not a character now? Yeah. He's done so much stuff. And it's been around for so long. It's almost like a human. Yeah.
0: Well, that was the whole, whole kind of gag, yeah. wasn't it? Coogan was like, "I need to come up with something that people kind of might go, oh, because because when it started as a chat show, a spoof yeah. chat show, oh, I need a name that is like, oh, I think I've, I, yeah, that I've heard of that guy, yeah, and yeah, it's the same as part of the genius of it's it. The
1: same same as what Lee Francis did with Keith Lemon, isn't it? He yeah. became that character for a long time.
0: Uh, there's a shout for Cam from Modern Family uh sam in the discord has said might be reasonably biased as i've just finished a ghost rewatch by i love jim howick as pat
1: ghosts is a great show, and b- he is brilliant in it but yeah. the the lady
0: ghost the, the older lady ghost is the best one in ghosts. uh michael scott from the u.s office uh barney Stin- neil patrick harris is barney stinson in mm. how i met your mother uh, and Ross Cook's final nomination is uh, zero calcare from tear along the dotted line. I'm not sure who voiced. No, I don't know the Italian uh, version, but uh, yeah, I, I I'm
1: not sure. It's a really tough one. Oh my God, loads. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I could talk for hours on it. I grew up in a household that was we just watched sitcoms all the time.
0: Well, I mean, Fra- <laughs> we've just mentioned Fraser, Fra- Fra- Friends,
1: Cheers, yeah, all the British ones. Every single... I think I've watched every single British sitcom. From, <laughs> okay. from when I was a kid. Even, that's all we
0: watched. Even The Upper Hand.
1: Yeah, I used to watch The Upper Hand. 2.4 Children.
0: <laughs> I used to watch loads. Yeah, they were not great.
1: Uh, <laughs> royal Family?
0: I... I, I Yeah, I, I mean, I... A couple that sprung to mind for me were... Um, wow. Well, I started thinking, well, what don't... What, what sitcoms do I really like that maybe don't get as much mentioned on the show or in the discord and I was like we never really talked about Curb Your Enthusiasm that's true we've never really talked about Curb everyone in that is great but I mean I particularly like um, JB Smooth, who plays Leon Black and um, Susie Esmond who plays Susie Green I just think they're amazing Um, I thought Will Arnett Arnett (laughs) in Arrested Development yeah but again you could pick several people from that cast um I don't know. I don't know who it's I would really single hard. out. It is really hard. I. What's some of yours?
1: I think I think it was Ross mentioned Bernard Black from Black Books, yeah. but I would go with Bill Bailey's character from Black Books. Okay. I think he's great in that. Manny. Manny. Um, but, but
0: Again, all three of them are their playoff. Absolutely. Movies. I was
1: just going to say the same thing about the IT crowd. All three of them, yeah. along with Matt Berry as well, they're all brilliant in the IT crowd. You can't not mention David Jason in Only Fools and Horses. You just can't. <laughs> He's just brilliant in that all the way through. And I have to say it because it's on in my mum and dad's house 24-7. <laughs> 24-7. Can, it's always imagine. If you go around that house now, they'll, one of them will be watching it. Yeah. I guarantee it.
0: I, I'll give one of mine as a bit of an unsung hero. Go on. Is, again, it might not have aged the, be- the best, but sp- spaced. Yeah, I was yeah? just going to say. But I'm spaced. not going... With Simon Pegg or Nick Frost, because I actually think Jessica Hynes slash Stevenson, yeah, is brilliant. The glue in that <laughs> completely, and in. she's who I would highlight in Space.
1: Space is such an underrated sitcom as well. Nobody ever talks about it, and it's so, that first episode of Space is fantastic, fantastic. It's such a tough question. There could be hundred. We've not even mentioned anybody from Friends.
0: No, and, and well, apart from right at the start of the show, yeah. but yeah, they're all they're all. They're all wonderful. Awesome. And they all have, I always find it really, so we, we, because of what's happened this week, me and my wife were, t- we were talking about friends a bit and and she was like, oh, Chandler was always my favourite. Yeah. And I said, do you know what? I think he was mine to start with because he was the almost the way in, the funny one. He yeah, had yeah. all the lines. And then I was, but I remember as I got, as friends went more and more through, I was like, Actually, he might have dropped right down to the. Oh really? Yeah, not that. not it was bad. But I was like, I definitely preferred the other two guy characters yeah. by the end. And
1: I think it's difficult with Friends because you could have a different character, favorite character in every episode. Yeah, hundred
0: percent. Because they're all great in all of them. So it they is can really tough, Very though. interchangeable, but yeah, no, there is some great shouts there.
1: Frazier, yeah, Frazier's brother Niles. Yeah. he's brilliant. Ted dancing in Cheers was great.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, you could go on forever. You
1: could, I could go on forever just talking about British sitcoms, without even getting into any American ones. Victoria Wood in Dinner Ladies is a fantastic. Dinner Ladies is uh, a
0: that's, fantastic that's a bit performance. Of a pulled out of nowhere, yeah.
1: It's a Good show. <laughs> it was. There's so many good sitcoms. If you pushed me to pick one, I'd probably I'd struggle to look past Don Levy in Schitt's Creek. I think. Oh,
0: but, <laughs> <laughs> but if you if you. I, yeah, but I'd say he's got so much competition just in that show. Yeah, no,
1: he has, completely. But he's the star of the show. Without
0: yeah, but you doesn't take work without th- all of them. Yeah, you take any one of the other three away, and they're all Yeah. They're a unit, aren't they? They're, yeah, that's, the, that's the why it's too good to say right? David
1: Jason, because he doesn't work without Nicholas Lindhurst, who, by the way, is brilliant in this new show. Is it? Yeah, really good. Yes. He's been the highlight of it so far.
0: That feels like a good fit. Yes, it does. Into that world, it Nicholas does. Lindhurst.
1: It yeah. does. It's the first thing he's done for
0: ages. Yeah. yeah. Good night,
1: not? sweetheart. Do you remember that? That was a great one.
0: <laughs> was it good? I, I remember, I, I remember <laughs> it, it. I it. I remember it. my I bet you that.
1: You've asked my brother his favourite sitcom, he'd say that.
0: Really? Yeah, he loved it. Yeah. Cool.
1: Cool. Good answers, everybody. Thanks for getting involved.
0: Good real talk.
1: What are we watching on this week's movie show, Nick?
0: Uh, you should come back to this very feed on Thursday because you will find our movie show. And this week we are talking about a wildcard pick.
1: We are. Jordan Shenton's wildcard pick.
0: Yeah, the penultimate wildcard yep. played this season. And uh, it's a movie called To The Bone. Yes. a Drama. Definitely a drama. <laughs> 100% a drama. <laughs> I don't think you can give it any other uh, uh Starring Lily-, Lily Collins. Yes. And Keanu Reeves.
1: And Keanu Reeves randomly is in this movie. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh it's not the usual fun fare that we usually do, but we'll uh, we'll still get through it. We'll talk about it. Yeah, and we'll let you know if it's any good and if you should watch sure it. So well. So come back to see us on Thursday.
0: Yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you there. We will. Cheers. Bye.